Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a Fiolua Abigundi. Let's say the name of God for a privilege granted unto us to come again to hear from Him. And most especially for helping us already in this journey of September. I really want to appreciate everyone who has been listening to Light and Life. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Do not forget, Light and Life is a platform where you have a summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. Yes, for this month, our focus is God Calls Abraham's Family. And for Sunday, September 4th, 2022, our topic is The Call of Abraham. That is taken from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 5 and verse 7. And continuation from chapter 15, verse 7 to 17. Quickly to our golden text. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Genesis 12, verse 7. Our introduction, I want to present it to us this way, that one very observable thing is that when we bring uh, numbers of people together, like let me say 10, what we can observe, especially when questions like this, a question like this is asked, is it's possibility that maybe two, three, or one, or not even any can be mentioned. And the question is, how many times have you ever been stranded? Or how many times have people come up to you and they promise saying they will do this, they will do that, they will be there and here and they will attend to this. Okay, don't worry, I'll get back to you, I'll do this. How many times have people been able to fulfill those promises as they have said? And like I said earlier, what is very common is to see people of maybe in 10 who had possibly promised or in two or in five, sorry, or in five that has promised. Maybe we can really see two, three, one or zero. No one at all even standing in to fulfill all of this that they have promised. That is telling us the nature of human. Human beings are just that way. But God alone is the one with that attribute of promise keeping. He is a promise keeper. When he says a thing, he does it. He is always in the habit of keeping his word. And as we can see so much, we have a model for us today to learn from also. That even in the place of God promising, there is also a step further that God expects from you and I. And that is what we want to also learn from this man that is our model today, Abraham. This man, Abraham, acted in faith with God, and which every one of us is quick to respond to, even when the word Abraham is mentioned in the Bible. We know him as the father of faith. His attribute of demonstration of belief and trust in God brought to us benefit that was not just only for him, but a benefit for the whole world. And that is why we want to see then we want to know more how God put up a call unto man and what God also expects from us. I pray that as we go in the course of the lesson, the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for your word that is always coming all the time to open our eyes to the truth and the light that shines 
in darkness. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you shine your light upon your word again and you bless our lives in Jesus' name. We ask, O oh God, that you will grant unto us that faith that we need that will help us to make our life reflect you even to the world around us and become a blessing as well to ourselves. We pray you give unto us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. This, the lesson is in three parts. And the first part of the lesson says, a call into a new covenant. And read Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 5 and verse 7. Please do read. From the opening of this chapter, what was clear and very immediate as to read is the call of Abraham. God calling Abraham and asking Abraham to leave his father land, leave his people and go to a land where he will be showing him. And it's it's a big issue, more like a big one, a difficult task as it may look. How will he leave all the entirety of people has been used to a land that he has been used to and go to a place that he is not even been told only that he will tell him as he moves in obedience and this is telling us that god at times come with a call upon our heart life that we may not even understand the clarity we may not even ascertain how and what the eventuality but the truth is that God expects us to respond to his call. And again, when God comes this way, another attribute of God that we must understand is that God will never call a man to destruction. His call upon our life is a call unto betterment. It's a call that, yes, it's with a purpose. And we see this as what God was able to say immediately even after the call. And then we see God coming up to promise Abraham what he would do to him if he's able to respond to what he's asking him to do. And the first of it is that God make, him, God make a promise that he will make him a great nation. He will bless him. God also make clear that he will make his name great among nations so that he will be a blessing. And that God will cause blessing to be upon him that blessed him. Cause to be upon those that caused him. And the last of the promise is that God will bless the people of the earth through him, through Abraham. And that is God's promise. What we must understand here is that as God calls us, he's calling us also, like I've said earlier, to bless us. And in this, the call of God, no matter how difficult it may look, or the instruction of God as is coming to us, no matter how difficult it may be, God expects one thing from us, and that is obedience. And the kind of obedience we also put up to God is a prompt one. God is not expecting us to drag our feet or to still be in doubt or still to or to still continue grumbling in the process. He expects us in submission. When we say we are obedient, we are obeying in submission to his will. And this was what Abraham did. He promptly obeyed. He gathered his family. He went along with what he had. And he, well, he, left, he left his people to go with the Lord's instruction. What we must know from here is that all that God does with us is with a purpose, like I've said earlier. And in purpose, the purpose comes in two dimensions. A purpose unto the glory of his name and a blessing unto us. And the nature of God that we must know is that when the Lord 
I say again, he is always expecting us to believe him, to trust in him. A trust in God is what will usher us into the all-encompassing goodness and blessing of God. Look at the life of Abraham. Till today, as the book of Hebrew was able to record of him as a father of faith, the evidence of it is that the salvation that comes to humanity today was through him. And that was a singular demonstration of heart obedience by one man. Same way, God is calling on you and I also today to understand that we must be ready, even though if it looks so difficult, even though it may not be very convenient for us, he that is has called us is ever faithful. He expects us to believe and trust him absolutely. Let's come unto the Lord. Let's believe him and know that when he calls us to anything, it is all for our good. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So the second part of our lesson, which says, God affirms his promise to Abraham. Read Genesis chapter 15, 7 to 11. And what we see clearly from here is that God opened up his attributes, faithful in keeping covenant and promises. And as Abraham had been able to live and is now at the, the point where the Lord expects him to stay, God came up again, reminding him, of his promises all that he has said and one thing we must know about god's attribute here is that when god comes to remind us of whatever he has promised it is to strengthen our heart and for us to be able to know that faithful is he that has promised and surely he will do just as he has said and we see god saying again to abraham i am the lord who brought you out of the you of the jadenes to give you this land to take possession of it and this is to tell us that God owns no man. He owns no man. Whatever he, he calls a man to do, he, or for whatever he needs from a man, he is always faithful at ensuring that he also keeps his own part of the covenant. And this is what God was able to do here with Abraham. And God requested for some animals for sacrifice. And God made those animals as a seal of covenant, of relationship between him and Abraham. And the truth is that when it looks to us as if could this ever be possible, how can this be? When God was saying to Abraham too that he will make him to possess the land, the land of people that he knows not, even a place that he has never been before. And God is saying all of this he will give him as possession. This is one thing we must know of God, that he is a God, that we don't need to doubt about him. He says it. He does it as he has said. The only thing that he needs of us is to believe in him, is to trust in him. And when we believe in him and we absolutely trust in him, he will bring to fulfillment all that he has said. Even when it looks as if what he said at times is keeping on for a very long time. To us, it might look like a delay. To God, it's not a delay. What God expects of us is patient, waiting, even in that process. And know that when the fullness of time comes for the materialization of whatever God intends, it is still all going to be a sweet package for everyone. And that is God for us and not human. The book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 makes clear to us that yes, vision is for a time. Even though when it looks tarry, it says we should wait. Wait for it shall come 
to pass. I pray that the Lord will strengthen our hearts, all of us, as we hear his message today, to be able to hold on to God's word, to be able to wait patiently on God's word, and always remember that he is faithful. And I pray that the grace and strength of the Lord will come upon us to trust in his word and promises for our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of our lesson says Abraham's vision. Read Genesis 15, 12 to 17. And after the whole sacrifice, what was clear was that Abraham was in a vision. And here, he fell asleep at uh, more like at the sunset and there was a great fear that came upon him the thick cloud was a dreadful experience for him as the darkness overshadowed him around that place of the sacrifice and what he was able to see was a vision launching him to the future of his generation where god was revealing what will happen to his his generation where they will be enslaved for 400 years and how god will restore them back ensuring that whatever it is that has been taken off them will be restored back to them and God make all of this known unto Abraham. And one thing that God said as a part of promises for Abraham to distinguish him is the fact that he will keep him in long life and ensure that he will only go to the grave at the fullness of time. And that is God. God keeping promises to his own children. Those who can be obedient. Those who can learn to wait and trust in God. And that is God to us. Now again, what we must understand is that in all of this, God make a seal of his, of his promises with his presence. And we see that as it is revealed to us with the smoking fire pot and the blazing torch. All of this was revealing God's presence. The same presence of God that was also demarcated with something relating to this as the children of Israel were also moving in the wilderness. This is to just bring to our concern as our lesson is coming to an end that God is ever faithful. Whatever he has said he will do, let's wait on the Lord and let's keep trusting him. God did it through fulfilling his promises in Abraham's life for everyone today as we see the Lord Jesus Christ as a promise that was fulfilled. Let's wait on the Lord too. Everything he has said about our life will surely come to pass. We've come to the end of our lesson. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye everyone.